and welcome to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live. Hi, about the keep from the hot air balloon. Tonight, we have Walton returning from his hiatus here. All right, say hi, Walton. Hello. All right, and we also got Nindorf. How you doing, Nindorf? Doing well. All right, so uh, today is January 31st. It's a Monday, uh, Monday night, and we had a, a really great um, AMA today. And, and what we're trying to do is uh, we're going to go through our question of the day. We're going to catch Walton up to speed. He's been out of the game for a little bit. Um, we're going to go through AMA notes, dev dive, and then talk about some Gen Zero summoning. All right, so uh, first off, looking at uh, Jewel Price right now. Let me try to pull that up unless you guys can beat me to it. Um, I don't have it readily available. Uh, we're at about $7. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. I see Walton, you're always on uh, Johnny on the spot when it comes to jewel price. Uh, so that's nice to see that kind of bounce up a little bit from 7 where it's been hovering around. Um, so that's good. One of the things that uh, you know I want to take our our listeners through is uh, we have the King Sumo link and that is live right now. We're going to share that in the notes on YouTube, on Anchor, and uh, inside the Discord. Uh, we have one day and 21 hours left as of the time of this podcast. So by the time it drops, uh, probably you know in a day and 18 hours or so. Um, and this is the at cost Gen Zero Summon. And so we have two Gen Zeros, and we are going to allow two winners, and the first winner is going to get the, the lowered number Gen Zero, that's 248, and he is a Pirate Gardener, and you have the opportunity to summon at cost, and so we're going to let you have the offspring of summoning with our Gen Zero. Um, and our, our hope here is we can allow some people to, to utilize, one, the tools that we've developed for summoning, and then two, you know, hopefully we get some people that um, are entering into this contest who, who may not have access to a Gen Zero, and they have the opportunity to, to summon at cost, and so that's just the, the hiring cost and the summoning fees. Uh, and so you can get a, a cost-effective Gen 1 with 10 of 10 summons to really help you build out your your hero stable and hopefully help you go after land so um we're really excited to share that so go check out the uh king sumo link all right so uh next thing i want to talk through is discord fix um we have fixed the link in discord my infinite apologies to people i clearly don't read when you click generate link for discord because it has an expiry on it unless you select the does not expire option and so on all of our on all of our media platforms we've had expired links out, out there so we're not trying to make this more exclusive uh, or anything like that uh, this should be fixed now uh, updated on our website updated on youtube and updated on uh, the podcast notes all right, then last thing I want to say, and I'll, I'll get your guys' opinion on this too, but I'm really excited to announce that when I was listening to the AMA notes, we had our very own Rocket Man and Titan Tom from our Discord channel here in Adventures of DeFi Kingdoms. Yep, representing with some killer questions. So I could not be more thrilled that 
you know, uh, we have this going on and, and, you know, the highest compliment that has been paid to me and, and Nindorf and Walton over the past month, there was a guy who joined our, our Discord channel uh, a few weeks ago and he mentioned, I think I just found the deepest level of DFK nerd. And, you know, I, I took that as a compliment personally. So uh, that, that's, that's pretty exciting. And, you know, it makes it a lot more fun when you're listening to the AMAs and you're like, oh, I, I know that guy. I, I chat with him on a daily basis. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. What do you guys think? I think it's great to see people engaged and, it, you know, it's really fun to kind of feel like you get to know some of the people a little bit more than just um, a random guy that steps on. Because, you know, we've chatted with these people, you know, you kind of bouncing ideas off each other. And, I, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, that little sense of community that you grow is, is pretty cool. I don't think that guy could be more right if he wanted to be. I mean, you guys are <laughs> huge nerds. Some of the stuff that you guys talk about <laughs> is over my head. I can't even deny it. Like it, it's some of this stuff. I'm like, I got to ask like three or four questions before I quite understand it. So I agree 100% with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll continue to take it as a compliment. All right. Nindorf, uh, take us away with the question of the day. Sure. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll switch gears a little bit on this one. Um, you notice that your heroes are getting lonely lately. Have they, are they in need of a summoning partner perhaps? Yes. Yes, they are. Go on. Well, you see, uh, there's an app for that. Well, soon to be, we hope, anyway. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, it is uh, January 31st. We are about, well, if math serves me correctly, 15 days away from Valentine's Day. And for those of you out there who are looking for a special partner for your heroes, we're building an app for that. Um, so a bit of a teaser to uh, a segment here uh, that's coming in the podcast later tonight. We're going to go through in, in the dev dive um, what we've been working on and, and, and a really fun and exciting new uh, development for uh, for subscribers out there. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, first thing we wanted to do is, um, you know, we, we haven't had a chance to catch up with Walton in a while. And we kind of wanted to catch him up to speed. Uh, you know, Walton and I actually met over the weekend. And some of the things that we were talking about, we, we just felt would be great topics um, to, to refresh for our community listeners. And hopefully maybe catch some of those up uh, to speed who haven't, you know, if I feel like DFK, if you, if you miss a minute, you miss an hour. If you miss a week, you miss a month. Um, it's one of these communities and games that it's evolving so fast that, you know, you really got to, uh, you know, be, be on the spot and, and researching hours a day. <laughs> I feel like personally to even stay like aware of what the topics are. So we wanted to do a quick catch up, um, for Walton and for those of you listeners out there who, you know, may have stepped away or are just joining for the first time. So first concept we want to go through and Nindorf, I'll let you take this question. Um, what is a hero purebred? And this is one that if Sandwich Punch is listening, he's going to be very concerned that we get this correct. So uh, <laughs> be, be careful here. Yeah. So when uh, we were all beginning this, Vikings journey. I think people got this idea of purebred meaning, you know, you look at the hero card and it says pirate, pirate, and they're like, oh, it's a pure pirate. Um, well, 
that's kind of evolved over time as we've kind of realized that the class and subclass genes are actually not related at all. So the fact that those two are the same really doesn't make anything pure. It just is you have two separate genes that happen to match. So what we're what we refer to now as a pure or at least closer to pure uh, class would mean that your recessive traits or or some of them or all of them match the main dominant gene. So it's really difficult to get an actually pure main class where it would be like say pirate dominant and then recessive one, two, and three are all also pirate. That's very rare. Sure. Um, but typically I usually just use it for if the recessive number one matches the dominant. I think that's, in my opinion, that's close enough to pure that uh, that's kind of what, what I'm usually referring to. And so right now on, uh, for those of the, our, our listeners who are on YouTube, I just brought up a primary class ninja, subclass ninja. So what you're telling me is that those two together, that's not a pure. That it needs to be the the ninja primary class and then the recessive genes, which are hidden right now on the hero card. Those are what contribute to what we call a pure class hero. Is that right? That's right. And, you know, it's much more difficult to have. It is possible, and we'll talk about this later, but it's much more difficult to have a quote-unquote pure advanced plus class. It, the basic ones, basic classes can be pure much more simply based on, you know, who you choose to summon with or who the parents are. Uh, but again, yeah, we'll get to that later too. All right. And then a, a good shout-out opportunity for um, – for everyone out there, if you go to our, our website that we have, uh, dfk-adventures.herokuapp.com, and I'll have this in the in the show notes, um, you can type in your hero information, and you're actually going to be able to see that that hidden data out there. And so, uh, Walton, have you been using this now as you're starting to catch back up to speed? Yeah, I mean, I mean that that's. Part of the reason why the question came up, I mean, if you look at some of these heroes, you know, you'll find the advanced, you'll find some other stuff. I guess we're mainly talking about purebred and whatnot, but I was looking at the dominant, active one, active two, uh, what you guys got on the DeFi King or DeFi DFK Adventures app. Um, and so I had a few questions with that with first, what's a pure? Second, um, what is it worth? kind of i think i kind of brought this up to dink last night when i was searching for some heroes is is it worth going after a hero that has an advanced or transcendent um gene as it's dominant i'll kind of let him explain that a little bit i know you guys maybe already had talked about it but it was completely new to me and pretty helpful in my opinion yeah yeah so um since those skills don't really have names yet I, i'm not sure if they will or not eventually um, but yeah, like you're saying, the skills refer to like basic one through eight and then so on and so forth. Um, but basically the numbering scheme, you know, if you can't see the, you know, you don't happen to pick two that have a chance to mutate where it turns yellow, right? Um, the, the short answer for the math is that basically basic one and two could mutate, three and four could mutate, five and six could mutate. It's just kind of a, a numbering scheme that the devs came up. Um, and that like counting scheme uh, works for really all gene pairs uh, in the game, whether it be profession, whether it be you know all of these things, even some of the things like um, visual genes too. Turns out, which we haven't really talked a lot about in our podcast, but 
Yeah, they all basically play by the same genetic rule book um, in this game, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah, I, I really like how you can apply some of that same logic. It helps create a few shortcuts in the mind, at least, as as you're trying to, you know, think about how things could uh, pair together. And, you know, they're using the same, um, you know, methods for, uh, for for mutations as well. All right, well, I got a, a, a Gen 1 at the moment who needs some help, so I'm going to step aside for that, and I'm going to let you guys chit-chat. Sure. Yeah, so I think um, the next thing that it, you know, I, I guess actually, no, Walden, I'll turn it over to you. Is there anything else on that site, you know, that we could explain to our viewers that isn't clear or maybe we should, could use some information on the site as like, oh, by the way, that's what this means? Um, I think the main thing is, is like, for example, I had one that was a basic five to a basic six and you guys kind of explained or a basic four to five. And you guys kind of explained, you kind of want an opposite. You want one to two, three to four. Right. Um, that, that was helpful. I know when I was kind of shopping for some heroes the other day, I noticed that some had advanced classes and I guess, what are the percentages on some of that advanced class? Like why, why should somebody not go towards a hero for that advanced class is it that rare is it like a 0.01 chance that it could go over to your hero um is that kind of what you're trying to do with the basics i guess and is the basic mutation is that what you're trying to go for so if someone has an advanced one you have an advanced two would that be worth it yeah so that's a great question and yeah the the math that we're all used to running in our head for say pairing a monk to a pirate to get that ninja now you got to start thinking of the multiple levels deep here now not only do you have main class and profession to worry about but you also have these possible skills actives and passives that you know you kind of want to try to pair as many of those up for a mutation as possible because you know the only thing that in my opinion at this point that could happen uh with these skills that become advanced or elite is you add value to your hero like if you get an unlucky roll and say none of your basics uh, mutate into an advanced, but you still chose a monk pirate and you ended up with a ninja with basics. I mean, a ninja still has value, right? Exactly. Um, I think the opposite's true too, right? So what if you actually, you ended up with your Steve the pirate and you're like, oh, you know, crap, I got another Steve. Well, if Steve ended up getting one or two advanced skills, he actually might be more valuable in the long run. I don't know that that's necessarily the case now because not everyone is pricing that into the market because you can't see it on the hero card yet. Um, so I think what, I think they need to, the devs need to get that information on the hero card so we can start you know, letting the market decide the value of these things. Right. Yeah, I, I appreciate that feedback though. We we probably should put like a flow chart or a, you know a bit some some verbiage on the site to help our listeners and users remember exactly what all these numbers mean. Mm-hmm. I think the next question is, is when you go ahead and create this like little hero match thing, are you going to be doing it with all heroes available or are you going to be doing it with all heroes available for rent or how are you going to be going about that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good, I'm actually still thinking that over. I think phase number one will probably be of the entire hero population. Um, And the the simple reason for that is the way that the, the graph API server that they have out there is defined Mm-hmm. You've got your list of heroes in one column, like one table, and then you've got auctions over in a whole another table that are kind of disjoint. 
So it's okay. From a data perspective, it's really easy for me to filter on the heroes down to which ones are you know, matching. But then it's like a whole entirely other data set uh, that doesn't really, is kind of disjointed. And so I think at least for initially, until I can solve that harder problem, it'll probably be just, here's the entire population of heroes that match your criteria. I think from what, you know, I plugged in our R2 Gen Zeros, um, and I think if you, you can start really restrictive, like I want everything to match. And I think I ended up still getting like one or two other Gen Zeros for our our really? which is really cool. Um, but then as you start to relax, you know, one widget at a time, so to speak, um, the number does start to blow up. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that's something we'll have to play with and we'll continue to advance this over time. But yeah, I think it would be more useful to our users if it was for auctions. Um, but, you know, stay tuned. We'll see how far we can get with this. No, I think that's a good idea. I mean, I think finding your best possible match even if it's not necessarily rentable. I mean, I know you can search for heroes by IDs. So if you wanted to go through your top 10, you could search for them real quick. I don't think that'd be an issue at all. Also, the one thing I do like with this is a lot of times you can find the owner on Discord. So let's say you do have a great match. You might be able to contact him and say, hey, you want to list your hero? I'd be willing to, you know, 125 jewel just to summon with your hero, especially if your odds are really improved or, Hey, you want to summon with mine or vice versa, we could do it really cheap between us. You take one. Then next time when they're ready to go, you take the other, something like that, you know? So I like that idea. Absolutely. And that's the, that is the cool thing about, you know, having a discord community that's so closely tied to the game is you kind of can reach out to people. And and I've tried that a few times and had, you know, if if people don't want to do it or sell, that's totally legit. You know, you just don't pester them. Right. And try to be a, a nice citizen, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think everyone's pretty respectful. I mean, it's nice to be able to kind of reach out to them and, you know, interact with them, like you're saying, and at least ask. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Especially if it's going to benefit both of you, you know, down the road, I think people, if you get that set up, I think people will definitely be interested. And I think uh, with what's going on, people would be really interested with working with some other people because i mean it'd benefit you both if you each kind of took a turn at it you know the next topic here that's kind of related to something i'd mentioned earlier is i was looking at you know also pairing one of my heroes you just to see um who was out there what skills i was looking for i popped one up and it happened to be a summoner that i have i was looking at his recessive class skills and i was like whoa wait a minute He's he's a summoner, but his recessive one is a ninja. And I'm like, whoa, that shouldn't happen. And I actually had to phone a friend. I, I had to message uh, Mr. Zipper on Discord real quick. And he's like, oh, yeah, that that, that can happen. It's pretty rare. But um, basically what had happened is when I had summoned him, obviously I was going for that, that sage, right? So I had a ninja on one hand and a summoner. He said, what, what happened is the gene swap that occurred on the ninja swapped out his, you know, garbage gene, I'll call it, his Steve the Pirate gene to dominant, and his ninja became R1. And then when those merged together to form my new hero, his R1 beat the uh, other guy's R1. So it's really kind of cool. So now I'm on the lookout for a a ninja to pair with this summoner, and I actually have a, a higher probability of getting either the sage or the summoner or the ninja now because 
now that I have one extra, it's kind of like pure, like we were talking earlier. It's more of a pure advanced than it than I've ever seen in my hero stable before. So I thought that was kind of cool. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the opportunity with that, and you're, I mean, you always want your best opportunity when you're gonna be summoning these heroes, and when you see something like that come up. And I mean, let's face it, you're trying first age, kind of disappointed you didn't get it, but you're actually excited at the same time that it kind of worked out that way. Cause now you feel like you might have even a better opportunity down the road. That's right. And you know, in things like that, when I found out that in my hero, I'm like, Ooh, now I'm like this guy, I don't even really want to summon with him now. I'm like, I want to get him up some levels you know, and so that we can add and you know, start juicing up some tears into these, uh, for sure classes. Actually, that's a that's a good little segue, real quick. Um, maybe we could before we get into the AMA notes. You had a turn with the Gen Zeros, and did you have the opportunity to use tears for the first time? Yeah, I actually found a hero that was a level ten, legendary, and then our hero was a level five. So I put an extra thirty tears on that. Wow! And uh, it turned out to be a pretty good hero. Um, it was a monk, not dominant or not, uh, pure by your guys' standards, I should say, but it was a monk fisherman, uh, that was rare. So I did like that. The one thing that I was kind of hoping for, and maybe we'll see a little bit more down the road is he didn't necessarily have bad stats, but for paying that extra 30 jewels, I was expecting to see a little bit more, but I will say, um, when I take a look at it, I had a lot of nine and eights and only one six. So oh, I wow, yeah. am not a hundred percent sure of how a lot of these monks have been summoning or created or, you know what I'm trying to say, yep. but at the end of the day, he did turn out pretty decent. Now I've had some that have had higher stats where I wanted him to be. So I think that's where I'm a little uh, judgmental with it, I guess is if you could call it. Sure, sure. Um, but Spending an extra 30 jewel, I guess, or uh, extra 30 tiers, I think it might be more beneficial to kind of hold off on that. And the reason being is the more these start to level up, I think it's going to be better off down the road for you than to try to get something um, that kind of has high tiers within the first 5, 10, maybe even 15 uh, levels. I don't, I don't, in my opinion, I didn't see a huge jump. Um, I guess that's that's what a I'm good to say. point. I actually hadn't considered. Like when you're only a couple sets of five levels in, this is very much progressive. Like every you know every five more is better and better and better and better. So I, I kind of get what you're saying. You almost are better off kind of stockpiling tiers for you know months down the road when there's when all the Gen Zeros say are at level twenty or twenty five or something crazy, and it's going to cost you you know it could be hundreds of tiers each hero moving forward that's something i guess i you know i'm sitting on over a thousand tiers just because they've been slowly accumulating from questing and i thought i'm like well I, I about sold some but they're so cheap right now it's like well maybe you know what i'm hearing now and i think this is probably good advice too for our listeners and obviously not pure financial advice you know do your research but it seems like the market for tiers is at an all-time low right now because the utility of them is also low but as people level up their heroes there's going to be more need to, to spend tiers. So that's very interesting. I, I, I like that little tidbit. 
Exactly. And I kind of feel like I, I guess my main thing for me that kind of made me feel like it was going to level up pretty high or at least have higher um, stats was I've seen a lot of level fives. That was the first time I've seen a level 10. It was a legendary Gen Zero. I haven't seen it. He's obviously buying stamina potions. He's obviously oh, yeah. using those hardcore on his hero, which is good for him. But I guess with me seeing one that was almost double what's offered out there um, was that way. And I think that kind of brings me into uh, what I was telling you with, with the runes. Um, I feel like the runes, obviously, I think they'll get more valuable down the road. But definitely, like you said, with the oh, tears, yeah. hold on to the tears. Um, and, and this is the craziest part about it. You know, if you're doing basic heroes and you want to add tiers to it to try to, you know, improve your chances for stats, it's going to cost you 10 extra. doesn't seem too bad, um, but it definitely add up down the road. But if you want to do, um, you know, an elite or even an advanced class, yeah. I mean, those ones are already starting off, uh, what is it, 40 I think, or 30. I can't yeah, remember I exactly. Right. I think it's 40. For I think it's 40. But then if you want to go to even higher, if you want to do a Dragoon with a Sage, I think that's 70. Um, yeah. And so if you're really trying to improve your stats and even get them up even better, I mean, that could cost you easily, probably, you know, 250 down the road, easily, wow. as more as this game goes on. Yeah, that's a great point. So that was... Uh, that was one one of your good turns. Um, might as well catch you up on catch us up on both of them for our listeners. Did you have uh, anything else good come about your last turn? So I ended up getting another good one. I mean, I got a mythic. You can't be disappointed with a mythic because you're ten. always gonna make your money back. I mean, I was really happy with the uh, with the uh, uh, monk fisherman uh, rare. That's that's a great one. I think I'll definitely probably double double and a half my money uh the monk perfect i am happy for but I, here's the problem i'm not in the gardens uh, ah, so that's yeah. it's a it's a gardener and i'm not in the gardens and i in my opinion personally is i feel like the gardens is one of the more devalued for professions uh that's just because i don't feel like a lot of people are in the gardens um and the fact being is it takes so long to level them up. I mean, that's that's just yeah. kind of what I'm seeing a lot is if you have a fisherman or a forager, you can level them up. And one thing that I'm noticing with just kind of recent sales, the more, the higher level you have, the easier chance you have of getting rid of your heroes. Um, I have a great pirate miner. That's a mythic 10 out of 10, um, but it's only mm -hmm. level two. And I'm seeing other ones go through um, for a lot more than mine. And the th one thing I'm noticing is it's leveling has been up. And if you get to level five, everyone already, I, and I hope everyone kind of knows, but if you have a mythic or a legendary, you have more shots at basically your hero getting more stat bonuses. And so, um, I feel like the, the, the hero looked really great once you get to level five, because you get all those bonuses where you don't really oh, hit yeah. those until level five. So, yeah. And, and I think you're right. Like those, those mythic level ups, when you get to that level five and you get that extra bonus stats, you know, you're going to get an unlucky roll here and there and leveling up and you're going to get five or something instead of the eight or nine skill or stat points. So I think that'll definitely help take those, the edge off those, you know, somewhat worse rolls. Um, I think that that's you know you'd, you'd mentioned gardening. I think that's actually a really good segue to start into our, some of our AMA notes. Um, 
one that was a question that was asked you know though the gardens are going to lose their luster a little bit if you will um and it, you know their answer to that was uh basically you know we a we don't modify the formula it's you know there's the three pieces that feed into the garden rewards um and that's all fixed based on you know how much liquidity there is how many people are in it um and all of that um but the question that i really didn't get answered that i kind of would have been my segue would be yeah you're right these gardener heroes seem like they're not very valuable because if you're in one garden i need what maybe three gardeners max right whereas like mm -hmm. think of miners like you could be you can roll three miners in a crew and you need three crews if you want to go full time like it just seems like there's no there's not really a desire for a miner or for gardeners right now so you know that they didn't really address the concern, but I, I think that's something that they'll have to look at going forward. Otherwise, people those are going to start to drop in value. Oh, for sure. And I mean, that's that's the difference. Is I mean, I got the pirate miner, and I have him listed for you know four hundred jewel more, just because miners are definitely more desirable. You know, the floor for the miners are you know a lot higher than a gardener. And like you were saying, I mean, if you're not really in the gardens. Uh, you're really just kind of going in there to get some of the, I guess, loot or whatever you guys call it. And if you're not pulling that even, I mean, it's it's, it's tough. That's right. So I'm looking over the notes here. Other things from the AMA, they talked about some minor reorging. I mean, I, not a whole lot exciting there for me. I think you can, our listeners can read through those notes or, or listen in if they want. Um, they did talk a little bit more about the grant program, and then they released the, the, the site where you can submit a form. Um, I think that's really exciting for me because I think what they want to do is, you know, they want to kind of combine um, people in this community with, you know, the just the sheer uh, cleverness, or I'll say, or the ideas that this community is able to come up with. And they want to kind of tie that back into, you know, ways to get people into the game that might not have the capital to jump in. Um, especially, you know, now that we're, I'd say we're middle of the pack, you know, we're not early anymore in this game necessarily. So I think that's really cool. I'm personally, I don't have any, uh, yeah, I'm an, I'm a software engineer, but I don't have any smart contract history. Um, but this program, you know, it almost really makes me want to jump out there and, you know, just dip my feet in because it's like, there's just, I don't know, there's just so much interesting things with these tokens. Um, the, I, the devs are, they know what they're doing. What can I say? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, you get somebody that's passionate about, you know, this game and why not start to implement some of this stuff or reward some of these guys that are putting a lot of work into, uh, you know, improving some of the some of the stuff that, you know, that can be improved upon because there are, you know, some updates that they could make. I mean, that's with anything that you're doing. So I'm not like trying to call them out. I don't want them to think that sure. at all. But definitely, you know how it is. Um, they were in the early stages. Like you said, we're past that. Uh, there's some people coming up with some great stuff. And why not pass that along to some of the people that are just getting in to kind of help their odds and, you know, basically inform them a little bit more and give them opportunities that necessarily they haven't built. But there's a great tool for other people to use, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, looking over this. Oh, yeah, the next thing... Um, there was also a pretty lengthy question about, you know, skills and are skills going to matter? And is that the most important thing? And 
basically what I got out of it is, uh, yeah, skills, skills, skills. Like, you know, you need your, you need to start leveling up those stats to get them, you know, as high as we can, you know, and, and I think that leads into, uh, questions of well what about professions do you want to match your skills with those or sorry skill i mean stats rather i'm repeating myself i know here. i think you know what you're saying though yeah 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 um and or am i trying to you know stick true to the class of the hero for combat sort of quests and i think really the the devs didn't have any huge advice other than the fact that yes the stats are going to matter and higher stats are going to be better uh, which I mean, I, I mean, it's really obvious, but you know, that's gonna really make you know that next level up where the guy gets four points gonna make that a little painful. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And I think uh, I think that brings us kind of what we were talking to about a little bit earlier is, you know, I think some of these, you know, when you get a dragoon back in the day or back in the day, just a few months ago, people were like, oh, I want a dragoon miner. That's what it kind of matches with. I mean, that's what I was looking for. Now you look at it and it's like, yeah. I think I think a dragoon forager or fisherman might even be even more valuable, in my opinion, just that's because right. you can level them up quicker. Let's say you want to get some of these stamina potions and get your dragoon up to like a level 10. It, when you start doing these combats, you're going to realize, you know, you're going to want an overall good warrior and i think dragoon is up there they have a good overall um kind of stats in general obviously i'm talking before the dread knight obviously if you get dread knight and can go about it that way even then i think just down the road what you're going to want is a fisher or a forager when you're trying to level up stats and you're trying to get them up to a higher stat level and to basically move them on i think that's what i was saying earlier is that that was the first time i saw um, a hero that had a level 10 and obviously it was a fisherman. I had a monk trying to make a ninja fisherman. I think, you know, everyone's trying to do that. Uh, yep. And they had a level 10 and, you know, his stats, I, I, I shared it with you and his stats were pretty good. I mean, they weren't, yeah. like, Oh my God, this high. is unreal. But at the same time, it's like, wow, like that's from, you know, a lower level one. That one's way ahead of, you know, some of these other heroes that you're seeing I, out I here for, gonna... for rent. Yeah, I was surprised at almost how well-rounded. It almost seems like the random rolls for those, you know, the level 5 and the level 10 had kind of helped pull up some of those normally lower categories that are off-class, if you will. Exactly. That was really cool to see, yeah. And, it, having, you know, having not gone through that, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see when I get my first tier to 10, but that's going to be a long time. <laughs> have, have you were able to level up uh, Mythic yet to a level 5? or No, I... I've done my have a legendary pirate uh, miner that I got to level five. My mythic that I have is he's still about four and a half. I'd say he. I didn't make him right away. You know, he's a little newer, so he's uh -huh. kind of behind a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to when that comes. I was just curious to kind of see the difference just between a legendary and a mythic. I don't know if it's a huge difference. Obviously, there will be a huge difference between a common and a mythic. Maybe not at the start. Um, right. Because it seems like everything's going to be pretty close for the first, you know, five to 15 levels. But once you get past those, it looks like they're going to start to pull away just with those extra stat bonuses that you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Yep. No doubt. Okay. So I think then the last topic here that we really wanted to touch on was the uh, the the huge drop that Frisky, I don't know if it was intentional or accidental that he dropped, but he's basically 
he basically said that yeah if you want to earn land it's gonna there's gonna be like a tournament style sort of deal going down and everybody's like what it's like that is huge <laughs> So now you see those people racing to level 10. And I think there's only like a handful of heroes that are raced to 10. Like I want to say like somewhere in the neighborhood of 10-ish heroes. And maybe that's gone up since I'd seen the stat. Um, but yeah, those, I mean, you know, if you think about it in terms of an investment and, you know, you, I think someone on our Discord channel suggested that they might have heard a rumor that if you win the right to buy land, that the purchase price might still be 5,000 jewel. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's something that, that's a lot, right? But when you see the yeah. minimum that's out there for sale, it's like 50 grand or 50,000 jewels. It's like, wow, yeah. I, so now I can start to understand people pouring, maybe even someone pouring 500 jewel into a hero to juice them up levels. I mean, I can start to see the, there's a there's some light at the end of that tunnel possibly. Right. And I think I spent, I mean, I had some summons that I was able to, you know, some of the stuff that I already had. But I think uh, what that will do is probably raise the cost of the inventory that's going to cost to use those stamina potions. Oh, yeah. I know I spent, um, I want to say about 30 or 40 jewel just to uh, basically get ours to level five. And that was 16, that was only 16 extra summons. And right. I told you, be careful with those stamina potions. If those don't load right away, do not hit it again because those stamina, they will not. It will not cancel out if the stamina is full. It will still load it. I wasted one, and I had oh. spent a decent amount of money to do that. And just be very careful. Don't be impatient when you're using the stamina potions because you could completely just trash those. So that's my warning oh, that's to anybody point, that's yeah. trying to st use the stamina. Uh, be careful of that. And it, it is very – it costs a lot of money, but I, I get what you're saying. I mean, 5000 is not cheap, though. I mean that's still oh, is, at man. current prices thirty five thousand forty thousand. It, it's still pretty expensive, um, and I see why people are starting to level those up. Yeah. Uh, I mean that makes sense why people are starting to hit those level tens. And I'm yeah. thinking people are going to keep on going as far as they can to kind of hit that race. And if you can do it, it, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I guess my advice to you is if you're going to do that, I'd probably try to make sure it's at least the mythic or not sorry not at least a mythic at least a legendary or a mythic if you're going to try to invest a lot of money at least make it worth your while and make sure it's a legendary or a mythic because over time i think we've seen those stats and uh, they those start to pull away from the rares obviously a lot farther down the road yeah. um so make sure if you're going to do that you're investing wisely yeah that's actually that's a great point um and, you know, the, I think the only time that a rare for sure makes sense is if it's those Gen Zeros, right? Because those guys are going to be able to summon and spend those tiers we talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that makes that makes a lot more sense because those Gen Zeros, we're going to be, I mean, those are going to be, they're unlimited summoning. Um, and for those to level up to level, you know, the max of 100 or wherever, or if that goes even farther than that, it just makes sense because, I mean, we don't know where they're going to be at for adding on stats, but you'd assume as you level up, the game goes on. Uh, you're not going to, you're not going to start at the stats that we're currently starting at right now. If you're going to add on those additional tiers. So. Yep. That's right. Okay. Um, I, I think that pretty much covers us for tonight. I don't know. Do you have any uh, closing notes you'd like to add? I really don't have anything extra. It's, 
the the tournament thing is kind of crazy. I bet a lot of people are trying to spend a lot of money to get their heroes leveled up. I think that will give you a, obviously probably a better chance, obviously. Um, but don't sleep on, you know, if if you haven't started doing that, I, my advice would be, you know, if you can afford it, a common Dragoon, put some money into it, get it up to a level five. Um, I don't think anyone's going to pull away too far for this land giveaway. So I my recommendation is get an elite hero, uh, a Dragoon or a Sage, put some money into it if you want to give you a better chance at... Um, you know, some of these land giveaways that are going to happen right away. That's right. Yeah. And, it, and I think we're going to look forward to seeing, you know, they, they also did mention too, you know, some information about, you know, making the map have, you know, more details and names and whatnot. So I, yeah, I, I don't know this. The, yeah. I guess my closing remark is that this, every time there's an AMA, I, I seem to go a little deeper and get a little bit more bullish. And I think that happened again today. So, um, Got to say, yeah, I'm loving the project, loving this game. I think they're they're doing everything they need to do to keep us hooked. Oh, for sure, I like the new aspects. Um, they're they obviously keep on advancing this a lot better, and I like the way that they're going with it. These tournament style, I'm really interested in the tournament style. I think it's a lot of our heroes have been sitting kind of dormant, <laughs> to be honest. We've been yeah. doing these questings, but these questings haven't. I mean, let's face it, guys. I'm like I said, I'm not trying to knock it, but it's getting kind of boring. Like, if we can start doing some combat, some of these tournaments and stuff, it's going to get a lot more fun, a lot more interesting, and I think it'll get a lot more people involved for sure. Yep, no doubt. All right. Well, I think that does it from us in the hot air balloon. We uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you informed. Raf's fine. He's just uh, like he said, the 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 Gen ones needed a little attention. So. Um, <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Have a good night. See you guys.